Hey everybody and welcome back. We've got another ReZero review for you. It's episode 29 of the show and episode 4 of season 2. It's called mm-hmm. Parent and Child. And this episode is one that I was waiting for because it kind of gives us a introduction or a taste of what Subaru's life was before he got transported to this world he's in. Mm-hmm. But I was really excited for it because we got a bunch of information about uh, especially him, how he was before and both of his parents. And their family dynamic. Yeah. So, what do you think, Candace? Um. So right off the bat, it was kind of obvious that they're showing um, Emilia-looking figurines, uh, all the silver-haired figurines that he has in his room. Uh, I don't know if that's kind of like foreshadowing that. Um. That he's no, or not he's owns the million, but it's like, maybe like what you mentioned before, like maybe that's his type of girl, like. Mm-hmm. But I or, don't know if these are like from different, you know, in his world. Is it like different types of from game characters? Maybe from I don't know. I don't know. Well, but, the I think the whole thing, it was just kind of there's not a whole bunch to really like go into, but what a the whole thing that's going on. Because the big surprise reveal at the ending was that uh, Echidna was there at the school and he was going to school, right? Didn't, so I, didn't it look like she had a different kind of pin on her hair on the left side? And so for a second, I was thinking, um, like a, it's like pink or red mm. colored hairpin instead of, uh, I don't know, the first time. She that had that green her. butterfly the first time she came in. Let like, me see. We're checking right now. Yeah, she does have a different one. Yeah. It's like a red, that's just a, like a clip. That's the first That's the first thing I noticed. And so I was like, is it a different witch? Like, mm. But it sounds like Echidna. And no, it's Echidna. I mean, who else could it be? But, you know, well, I don't know if that's just her, quote unquote, like school version of mm-hmm. image. But I don't know. But I don't. I, I thought it was just weird. Well, what made me, when we saw her there, it made me think that this whole thing wasn't a memory. It was just like a what Subaru wanted to do or things Subaru wanted to say, right? No, well... Is that how... I didn't think it was the flashback. Yes, yeah, it, it didn't feel like a flashback. It was more like... Because right before he passed out, like before he, we, you know, we saw him in his room, in his yeah. world, um, it said, like, there's like a background voice that said you, you need to face your past first. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. So I feel like it was some kind of like trial that he needs to overcome and realize himself. Yeah, I think it is part of the trial, but... And so, I don't know. So, I never thought it was a flashback. I feel like it was more like he needs to overcome something. Yeah. Because I I was thinking it was a flashback before because it seemed like he didn't know he was back in, in the past until he was talking to his dad on the bench. Then he mm. saw Amelia. That's when he started, like, understanding. Yeah. Yeah. But he was still getting those pains, too, throughout the yeah. the, the chest pains. And I don't know if... Was it because of the witch, Satella? Or was it something else? Because I couldn't... I didn't, I didn't know what it was from. I don't know. I don't know what was the pain. I don't know if it was just a pain. Um, I don't know. Because does that mean before he got transported, he was having those pains? 
Yeah. So it's like it was building up to him getting. Maybe because I feel he'd know he he did mention that it usually stops at, by eight mm-hmm. in the morning, so he was white. He was waiting for the clock to tick and for it to be eight, and then he said it usually gets done by or the pain goes away by eight, but for some reason it was already like a couple minutes past eight and he was still feeling all those. All those. All those chest pains. <laughs> what? what? Nothing. But I don't know because I get, well the whole thing just seems like a trial. But what did you? What did you? What stood out to you about the episode? Um, that there's a futon on the floor is first thing. One of the first things I noticed, and then the father did mention that he is um, his eldest son or child. Something like that. So, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, does he have a sibling that they're not showing who it is? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was weird that he had a bed and there's a futon on the floor. Like, what? Like, th- there must be a, some kind of purpose. And then, um, again, the father said, You're my eldest. He didn't say, You're my only child. And so, I thought, I feel like he has a sibling that's related to. Um, where he currently is at right now, like um, his current world, like not the human world, but mm-hmm. like the fantasy world, and so I feel like one of feel like if he does if he if he does have a sibling, probably you know most likely an older sibling. I mean a younger sibling. Um, he or she would be probably in the world with him. Is what I'm thinking. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> I know it's weird that that's one of the things that stood out for me, but I, the whole thing, the whole time I was watching the episode, that's what I was wondering about. Stood out the most for you? Mm, the, the way his dad acted, almost exactly the same as him. Yeah, except they're real quirky, and then the whole his whole story too was like, I think that's something. His his reasoning for him being depressed was something more common and. Uh, like these times because it's like he's not living up to his father's image and his expectation expectations that were set by him so mm-hmm. there's this um, him being good when he was younger and then not able to Keep sustain with it. Yeah. that kind of what's the, what's getting that kind of outcome every time he tries something yeah. so him not being the best kind of puts him into that state of mind where if I'm not going to be the best, then I'm not even going to try in this. And that's what he was mentioning before. Like, he just got bored. He's like, there's no point in uh, pursuing whatever this is, whatever this is. Like, I know he, the, the example they gave, like, he was the fastest. So the thing he turned to was just being, uh, like, the funny guy is what he said. And acting out. Yeah. Like, finding attention in that way. Yeah. And, and if... Yeah. And he didn't have, like, a sta- stable circle of friends Mm -hmm. you know like everybody have their own group of friends but him he seems like just kind of clinging onto whoever it's like they were only with him because of what the crazy stuff he was doing it wasn't it was just surface level friendship it wasn't anything deep yeah yeah yeah. but and then that i I could see how that was hard for him because he was left with nobody at one point and then 
I think he, he even mentioned, too, where he kind of screwed up his high school debut when he first went because he went in there and you can see, like, he was acting like himself, like his weird, like, doing the little motions and poses and stuff and trying to be friendly. But yeah. I guess that's not cool and I don't know. It's, like, not mature. It's not what the people are wanting. Yeah. So he, they it turned into him being, like, outcast or being the weird kid. Yeah. And then that led to him not wanting to go to school at all. Yeah, like, he did mention that, like, once a week, he came to, like, three, three times a every week. Every three days. And and, yeah. Every, you know, every other day, and then he just completely stopped going mm-hmm. to school. And, I mean, it, it does tell, based on his room, like, he has his curtains shut, it's so dark in his room. It mm-hmm. seems like he doesn't want to go out. He just wants to stay in bed and sleep until noon. Mm-hmm. And so it's like it was just. It was just he was just kind of yeah. out of. He has his TV you know, right by there. TV right by the bed, so he can just be there in bed all day. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I just thought of something. What if I don't know? Maybe, maybe it's just too much. But the futon. Isn't it when you have your friends over, they sleep on the floor? But the thing is, he doesn't even have friends. Well, if that's just saying Who that... Who is he going to invite? What if it's just... Like, he misses that. What if it's just showing how lonely he is? Because he wants sure the... I'm not about that. I don't know. Maybe, but... I'm not sure about that. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's okay. a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, anyway, what else... Um, <laughs> Well, his mom looked just, you said her eyes looked just like, I had to look at a picture side by side. Yeah. And you were as, right. As soon as they, as soon as they showed the mom's face, I was like, Subaru right there, <laughs> female oh. version. And then she has the mom ponytail, like all the anime moms have, the one put to the side. Calm voice. Mm-hmm. Very kind. Yeah. Very caring. And what was the deal with the peas? They were having breakfast and there was a big bowl of peas. I don't know. Is that, know, does that mean something just, in Japan? I don't know. Just oh, I think that's like a common. I think the peas are like a common. Okay, so you know how we, in America, um, I guess it's like pickles here. Yeah. That you don't like as a kid. Hmm. Um, and so in Japan, I think. Oh, like broccoli. Or broccoli. Okay, I think. I think. Maybe, yeah, I think maybe broccoli. But I think in Japan, it's kind of like that. Like that. Um, the same thing. Like peas is something that. I guess the kids won't ever eat or don't like to eat, and then parents okay. try to get them used to <laughs> something yeah. like that. You know, that way they grow healthy or whatever. But even the mother <laughs> and the father don't even like it. <laughs> yeah, so. that's just funny. That just tells you that they're all ha- they all have like really uh, not immature, but more playful it, personalities. And it seems like it's a it's a very loving, pleasant family. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just Subaru being a baby, just, yeah. I mean, I guess, kind of. Well, I guess it's just mental issues for him. Yeah. Depression. But he's his parents were so supportive, which is, like, it's not something common in anime. Usually the parents are dead or something, or they're mean or cold or gone. But it's like he had the opposite of that. He had two supportive parents that, no matter what he was going through, they would still say he loved him, and they loved him, and they never gave up on him. Yeah. The whole time, which is really sweet. And then I think that was the whole point of the episode where Subaru needs to just be, uh, he keeps trying to live up to this 
to whatever people this, expect from him. Yeah, this from from his dad, this precip- precipice, is that the word? I don't know. I don't know. There's a word. His, his own parents are not even expecting that much from him. It was just some random strangers that, Yeah. you know, he keeps just, just like your dad going or, back or, to that. Uh, memory from these random strangers mm-hmm. that are telling him he's just like his ja- his dad mm-hmm. but his parents were never like you're definitely his like, son you know so every, everyone's comparing him to his dad yeah and what what he got through going to this other world that we found out is that he can be himself and that's what he learned that he's able to be just as just be himself and people will will be attracted to him. Yeah. And they appreciate the right him people, for him. Yeah, yeah, the right people will be staying with him for who he is and, you know, nothing more than that. Mm-hmm. I think that was the, basically the lesson mm-hmm. of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, he had that talk with his dad and then also he had the, the walk to school with his mom and then she was like, take care at the end. And he was happy telling her. What did he say at the end? Like, I will or something? What do you mean? When he was waving to her, when he was leaving. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. But, he was, but it was just, like, something he wanted. Like, he just felt fulfilled after that. Yeah. And then he gets to school, and he opens the classroom door, and then they see Echidna there. And he's, she's like, yeah, you, you got here quicker than I thought. <laughs> Again. Yeah. But then that makes me think that this was, like, like you said, it was just the trial he was doing. And I think... In his head, this is stuff that he's wanted to tell his parents that he didn't tell them before he got sent to another world. If you think about it, this whole series, even the first season, it has been... A lot of it has been overcoming his own um, negative attitudes and personalities, I guess. Um, Him overcoming those, and then once he overcome, like, the first part was when he thinks he can do it all and that he's you know but eventually he realizes that he needs other people helping him out to like right yeah and then now it's his own personal uh hurdles that he needs to get over right yeah yeah basically and then so for this one it was his past and then i guess insecurities and being about his self-worth. Yeah, I guess. Um, so he overcame that. Yeah. Now. Yeah, but I, I really appreciated how supportive the parents were. I think that was one big thing that stood out to me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. What do you think? I don't think you missed anything. Mm, I mean, we were trying to figure out the figurines, the posters on the walls, but it was too dark and I just didn't feel like figuring it out. Yeah, like, I didn't... Looking, I don't know. It I didn't seem like any like real anime or manga, and his his room was full of manga. Like he had shelves and shelves of it. Yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not weird, but it's like kind of expected from him. Yeah, kind of like a stereotype, <laughs> almost. Yeah, and we also were trying to figure out what job his dad did. Um, they never mentioned. It didn't really. Yeah, it didn't mention it. If y'all if y'all noticed anything or they gave any hints to it, we probably could search it up and we probably won't be won't ruin anything. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to risk it at all. (laughs) I like being surprised. But uh, anything else? No, I think that's pretty much it. Yep. Yep. Next 
next episode we should be talking to Echidna and maybe giving us her reasons for the trial and seeing if uh, Amelia is doing her own trial herself. Probably. See what's going on with her. But uh, thank you all for listening and for watching. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. And listen to us on all the major podcasting apps and sites. And if, if you enjoyed the video, leave a like and subscribe. We really appreciate it. We'll see you all next time. Peace.